0: Welcome to The Family with Scott Walters here. And Andy Bram Bernard. And we'll be right back. Carolyn Corey will join us. A documentary, A Tear in the Sky, featuring sci-fi icon William Shatner. The film is slated for a VOD video on demand, of course. And digital release, uh, it was already released about eight days ago, as a matter of fact. Uh, Scott Walter in studio talking to Caroline. Uh, Car- it's either Caroline or Carolyn. I don't know which one it is. We'll find out. Should be a very very interesting conversation these two are going to have. Andy and I are here to just sit back and listen and maybe make a comment about how the world can be a better place if everybody get their head out of their mm-hmm. whatever. Anyway, we'll be right back. Carolyn, Corey, and Scott Walter, right back after this. Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue?
2: Believe the kingdom come then
0: all the colors will bleed into one That's Scott Wolter singing right there. I want you to know that.
2: Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Great to be here. <laughs> Andy's going to get a hold of Carolyn uh, Corey in just a couple of seconds talking to Scott Wolter about... Uh, look people that believe in God, I'm happy for you, absolutely. People who believe in, you know, extraterrestrial things, I'm happy for them as well. I just don't understand why people take such strong positions for or against something when you can't prove it. Um, enjoy things. Say, hey, you know what? I embrace the fact that uh, there there probably are aliens. I don't think we're all alone in this universe, for Christ's sake. Um, by the same token, wh- whatever... Just calm down. <laughs> it has to be this way, or I hate you. It's like, <laughs> come on. Well, speaking of visitors from faraway places, oh, uh, how far away? How far away? I don't actually know. Carolyn. Hi. Is your name pronounced Carolyn or Caroline?
1: Caroline, please. See, I, I,
0: I, ch- I had to check, <laughs> Caroline. <laughs>
2: Glad yes, you did.
1: Thank you.
0: And watch this now. This is what disc jockeys always do. Caroline Curie. No, I'm just kidding. I know it's Corey. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Caroline, uh, the documentary A Tear in the Sky. What I want to do, Scott Walter is here with us, very, very well okay. educated in the same areas that you are. I want to sit back and listen to you two talk because this is going to be fascinating. Your uh, VOD and digital release was, uh, what, eight days ago now, correct, on A Tear in the Sky?
1: yeah that's right, that's right. May third.
0: And things are going well.
1: Yeah, fantastic. We already we got to number two on the um, top documentary chart on the first day, and uh, we're getting a lot of yeah, good reviews, we're in the yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's a good start. You no, Car- have to keep going.
0: Yes, you do. <laughs> Caroline, i got to tell you one thing, and then I'll shut up, I promise. I have talked to okay. William Shatner. I've been in radio for 51 years, the same morning wow. show in town for 37 years. I've talked to William Shatner at least 50 times, probably a lot more than that. What? And to this day, he still calls yeah. me. Tom, how you doing, <laughs> Tom? There's no Tom. There's only what? Tom. I mean, he always does that. I mean, he 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 loves to mispronounce people's names. I really like William Shatner. He's a great guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's very funny. You know? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It was, yeah, yeah. He's a character. I, I was. It was really uh, interesting to. Uh... To go through the process with him. (laughs) Caroline, we were sitting here. I'll never forget
0: that. Yes, exactly. We we did the first hour of the podcast, and we were talking Mm -hmm. to Scott. My son Andy is the engineer. The three of us were talking about this. And Scott, out of the blue, brought up uh, Tic Tac UFOs, and you know all about that as well, correct? Yeah,
1: absolutely. So that's actually how my... Film got started. That's so interesting. You mean you didn't know about my movie, and you just mentioned the TikTok UFOs,
2: um, <clears throat> Caroline? This is Scott Walter. Actually, I told Tom a story about um, one of the shows that I hosted. A show called America Unearthed for four seasons. Um, on H2 and Travel Channel. And uh, last summer, I had a fan hit me on Twitter, and he said, Hey, Scott, did you guys ever figure out what that UFO was in that episode oh, yeah. <laughs> on Montezuma's Treasure? And I said, What are you talking about? And he sent me a screen oh. grab from uh, from the show. And in the upper right-hand corner, this was out in Utah, I forget exactly where, but there was this silver tic tac shape, vertically aligned thing in the sky and i looked at the picture i said what the heck and so i went to the production company i asked them to pull the raw video they did that and we zoomed in on this thing and it was floating in the sky it was only about a 10 or 12 second shot of the raw video Mm. but it was floating and it was bobbing kind of like a bobber on the water Mm -hmm. but it was also kind of rotating back and forth and it was silver and you could see the sun was reflecting on it nobody that day i remember that day very clearly because I, i scuba dived in this mm. pond, and it was a, a very memorable day. But um, none of us saw or heard anything. But there it was, and um, that's how that's that's how this whole subject of yeah. tic tac came up this morning. Amazing.
1: Does yeah, that sound? You know I mean? Does that sound like good, something you're yeah. familiar with? Yeah, totally. Well, actually, I had my own experiences out. You know, even before the tic tac. You know, since I was a kid. I would see things, but also more recently I've seen things right about my house, literally, you know, like balls of light, uh, you know, bouncing into each other, splitting into um, different patterns, you know, like just crazy stuff like that. So I know there's something going on. And just to answer your question, um, Tom, Tom, Tom,
2: Tom, she's got a sense of
0: humor. She does. Caroline's got a sense of humor. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. So what happened was um, I wanted to do um, a film on UFOs, but I feel like as a filmmaker, my signature, if you will, is to make uh, a paranormal subject normal. You know, so I bring kind of the scientific approach, and instead of analyzing footage that's already out there, because we don't really know. You know how it was shot what what else was going on you know who else was there i mean they tell us but it's not the same thing and so um i said in order to do this correctly why don't we go out and set up a real scientific um expedition Ah. how would a scientist yeah how would a scientist go about proving or validating that this is an anomaly in the sky and not an optical illusion or some sort of thing. So we went out and um, I stumbled on the guys who were on the Nimitz, you know, the USS Nimitz, who had that tic-tac UFO encounter in 2004. And uh, which Kevin Day, he was the guy who was uh, the radar guy, who actually was the first one to see it on his radar. And so I stumbled on him and he already had a couple of scientists on his team and he said, hey, um, that's what I want to do as well, so let's go out and do it. So that's how the film came about. And of course, uh, we decided to go back to the same area, yeah, to the Catalina um, um, area, because Uh, they were the first boat, uh, the USS Nimitz, they were the first ones in 2004 to encounter these Tic Tac UFOs. But then later, in 2014, 15, 17, you have the USS Omaha, the USS Kitts, other Navy ships as well, who had also encountered swarms of these UFOs. So, of course, it kind of made sense to go back there and to try to see... Can we recapture these things ourselves? And uh, so we had all kinds of crazy equipment. I mean, we had hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of equipment from optical, you know, from regular cameras to night vision to FLIR cameras to spectrum analyzers, uh, magnetometers, uh, radiation detectors. I mean, you name it.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and and <clears throat> we set up this crazy expedition uh, over five days. And uh, sure enough, I mean, I don't want to spoil the surprising movie. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> but, no, you don't. No, keep yeah, going, but, keep going. Yeah,
1: yeah, but yeah, and, and, and we also, we, so we had, we wanted to collect as much data scientifically as possible. So we set up in three different locations to achieve some sort of triangulation because that's another problem, you know, with videos that we see online. You know, we only see one angle. So we were in three locations at the same time, over five days, with a crazy amount of devices. And uh, we ended up capturing, first of all, objects that were going against the wind that looked exactly like the Tic Tacs, and that was insane. And we also captured, yeah, we captured also the typical stuff, you know, the, the orbs and things like that. But we also captured very unusual things, like things that are literally dropping down in the water, like raining down. And then and of course, at the end of the movie, I mean, I'm totally spoiling the surprise. But <laughs> basically, it's like, an, literally, it's like, a, basically, it's a tear in the sky, something kind of seemed to open up. And and the radar picked up reflective objects in that space. Wow. So, yeah, so it, it, it was crazy, and so uh, don't forget, like, we are now working, we were, I mean, in the film, uh, working with hardcore scientists. These aren't, you know, guys who are like, oh, yeah, yeah, this looks like you. I mean, they're going to analyze the heck out of it, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, right. Oh, maybe, you know, like, maybe it's a, it's a malfunction in the camera, maybe it's an atmospheric, something we don't know maybe it's a solar flare maybe it's radiation i mean they went through the entire analysis and no one can figure out what it is
2: hey caroline um i have to ask mm. you a question and i hope this isn't giving anything away i just this is coming out of the blue have you ever heard of something called a ce5 experience
1: of course okay yeah,
2: did you use any yeah. uh, anything like that to call them in?
1: Yeah, I love that you asked that question. So, I personally, because I've had my own experiences uh, since I was a kid, and I'm actually, I come from a totally different background. You know, I was in the world of consciousness, entanglement, okay. conscious mechanics, you know, that was yep. my background. So, I totally especially that i did have those experiences myself i use my own like version of c5 my own technique and it always works but in this film you know i was dealing with these hardcore ah. scientists, and they're like there's no way hey we're gonna do any of that so and i was like like you couldn't even mention this c word you know consciousness you know so so i was like wait a minute i am investing in this very expensive production <laughs> yep. you know where you know we're like and we're gonna be there only five days there's like there's no way so i was in my hotel room you know like every night doing my own little version of ce5 right, thing and saying right. okay you guys whoever you are just give me something on camera. <laughs> give me something. <laughs> so it was
2: definitely behind the scenes. Okay. And what we should probably do, because Tom is looking at me like, what the heck are you even talking about? CE5 is something, <laughs> it's called Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. Oh, okay. And yeah. uh, you're probably familiar with Stephen Greer. Yeah. Dr. Yeah, Stephen course. Greer. Yeah. He used to be a trauma surgeon, and now he's spent his. Last thirty years, so or so of his life, you know, working on this CE or uh, uh, ET phenomena, and and I've seen uh, documentaries about some of his work with the with the CE five, and 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 I'll explain it to you this way. This is how it was explained to me. You can actually contact them because this whole consciousness aspect of this phenomena is really what they're all about you know those symbols i showed you on the artifacts
0: yeah absolutely
2: well some people believe that this is a um a pictographic uh expression of conscious thought of conscious ideas of communication and so basically what the way Stephen Greer describes it is that you 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 go to a remote place. It sounds like Caroline, you guys did that, and mm-hmm. um, what he stresses is everybody's got to be on board. Everybody's got to be dialed in. They got to be. They got to believe what they're doing. That th- that we right. are going to try to make contact with them using our minds. Mm-hmm. And I and I'm like, well, how are you going to do that? And he said, imagine this. Imagine you're on Google Earth. And zoom out so that you're looking at the planet, right? And then scroll in to the spot where you are Mm -hmm. in your mind. And then scroll back out again. And then scroll back in. And just keep doing this. And say to them, "Um, everything's okay. We want to communicate. We want to meet you. Please come. And just think about it like this. And it works. Really? Caroline, is that pretty good uh, explanation or yeah. what do you think?
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so mm. I've done a lot of research um, about uh, mind, intention, consciousness, uh, having an entanglement property, meaning our minds are entangled with the fabric of space-time itself. Uh, yep. There are some scientists looking into that. Of course, entanglement has been proven scientifically. So I'm not saying anything uh, you know, strange here. But they talk about a physical object. Basically, two physical objects can exchange properties at a distance without yes. touching each other. You know, So that is entanglement. Nobody really has proven that the mind is also entangled with other minds, but also with the fabric of space time itself. And so... But if it if it applies to physical objects why is it totally impossible to think that even your energy field because we have an energy field that has been proven yeah, absolutely um, that are, yeah so why is it so crazy to think that our energy field which is kind of an electrical magnetic field also could be entangled with the magnetic field of the planet i mean we know that the earth has a magnetic field yep. and so so you know it's all electricity and magnetism and you know but no one really has kind of proven this you know there are many scientists looking into it but but it works oh. and so if you if you go yeah if you think about it this way if your consciousness meaning let's just keep it at the energy field you know yeah if your energy field uh, your mind field if you will is entangled with space itself then whatever you think is then translated or it's like sent to the field itself because it's entangled. Right. So whoever is also entangled in the field and paying attention is going to get the message, so to
2: speak. Hey, Caroline? That's
1: how remote viewing works. Yeah.
2: I can give you an example of what I yeah. would consider to be pretty darn hard evidence that this entanglement uh, yeah. with humans is, is a real thing. How many times have you been... Mm thinking about somebody and all of a sudden they text you they call you they walk into the room i mean everybody that's listening right now has had that happen many times we've all had that happen many times now is that coincidence if you could do some type of a mathematical if you kept track Mm -hmm. of how many times that happened it would not be random it would not be a a percentage that um you know is is small It, it happens It happens too often for it to be coincidence. And so I think right there is an example. You know, I can't tell you how many times that's that's happened to me. Tom, I gave you an example in the last hour about this Tic Tac thing that was in the show. And... Uh, I was asked to contact the guy that I interviewed who owned the property. I hadn't talked to him in eight years. Right, right. Four and a half hours later, I get an email from him.
0: I know that's amazing. That, and that's so a great story. I
2: think this is another example that, in fact, this entanglement uh, is is going on all the time. We just don't recognize it as such.
1: Yeah, and there, and then the science hasn't caught up with that. I mean, so going back to the film, you know, when I was talk a little bit about something like that, they'll be like, no, 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 it's not proven, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so it's like, let's, let's stay away from that. And so, but there are, uh, like we were saying, a lot of scientists looking into it and studying it, and there's so much evidence. If you really look, there's a lot of evidence. Uh, there's also remote viewing. I mean, how is yeah. it possible? Things would happen to me when I was a kid, actually. How is it possible that you would know of something that is happening in another building and then you go and you find out that it is yeah. happening you know yeah. or something you see someone that you've never met before and you know something about them that they never told you or something you know I mean it, it, there's just so much evidence like you can um you can have the validation also you know so and like, like uh, Scott was saying, you know, one time is maybe a coincidence, but you you keep repeating it, there's strong evidence that there is some sort of entanglement going on between our consciousness, our intention, and the physical world, the fabric of space time. And so so that so anyway yeah going back to the like to the movie so I was doing this by myself <laughs> in the hotel room and I was like okay you guys give me something something you know this is too big of an investment we're only here five days and sure enough I kind of knew that it was going to be July fourteenth.
2: So and you so... called them in, you asked them to come, and they came. <laughs> Well, there, yeah, I mean, I, there, I you know yeah. what, Caroline, I, not to delve too <laughs> deep into, you know, this woo-woo world, but um, I, I think, I, I mean, we just talked about it. I think if you want to manifest it, if you want to give it a try, if you want to try to just, you know, sit back and and think about something that you want to happen, something good to happen. I mean, this is what meditation yeah. is really all about, right? I mean, that's, that's when we have control over that. People can do it if they choose to. And I think that as more understanding about this happens and comes out and people start to realize it is a real thing, then the next step is for us to just take charge of our own lives and start to try to manifest it and use our brains. I mean, what do they say? Scientists say we only use less than 10 percent of our brains. Well, what's going on with the rest of it? I think there's tremendous potential there. And we, we have that ability. We just have to. Take that first step and give it a try, right?
1: Yeah. In fact, that was the subject of my last film, which is called Superhuman, The Invisible Made Visible. And, uh, again, I go about it, um, you know, through a scientific perspective. And there's all sorts of experiments that we do live on camera and we demonstrate uh, how, uh, you know, we talk, we do remote viewing, but we also demonstrate how telekinesis works, actually, mm. um, and, and other things in the movie, uh, which in telekinesis is the ability to move, uh, to affect the physical object without any physical contact. So you're looking at a piece of paper or something, and then you want it to rotate to move, and it does. And so, of course, people will say, well, it's a coincidence, or so it's the heat or it's the air or whatever. Yes, but then first we do it normally, but then we do it under, you know, a glass, and then we do it in a vacuum. And if it is in a vacuum, then there is no Outside uh, interference, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there is no. And we do
2: it long distance. Hey, so what about I mean, yeah. what about uh, we've all heard of these uh, psychics that can bend spoons? That's what you're talking about yeah. with telekinesis, right? Yeah. And,
1: exactly, exactly. And
2: just, just to clarify, I think for the audience and Tom, remote viewing. Um, are you familiar with that, Tom? Not
0: really, no. Okay, I, I've what, heard of it, but I don't know. Much Caroline,
2: about it. why don't you tell them what that is? Because that is a technology, or or a uh, you know people that have that ability. Our military has been using that for decades, yes. going back for, to yes. World War II and before. But tell okay. them what that is.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, basically, remote viewing. It's what it what it says. Actually, It's to be able to view something remotely. So what happens is that actually in the eighties, uh, the Russians were. Training soldiers to remote view for the sake of, uh, for the purpose of spying on the United States, and so of course uh, we found out about it, and we said, wait a minute, we need to be doing that as well. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, so yeah, they were like, wait, you know? So, um, so they they implemented a program called the Stargate program, and they started training uh, soldiers to be able to. You know, do it's sort of a meditation type thing and uh, have them uh, remotely, basically. it's it, it's basically sci- psychic spying, literally.. Yep. And yep. Uh, they would, for example, uh, they would be given the coordinates of a an air Force base or some military base in Russia. and the soldiers would were able to pick up information, like, for example, Oh, this military base is not active or something or, and then they would draw exactly where the missiles were, where they were being moved, what was being said. I mean, the layout of the building. Detail. So they
2: knew how to get yeah, to certain places. They could just exactly, draw it. Yeah.
1: Actually, the exit. The, yeah. Yeah. And it was so accurate. Um, of course, eventually was with. with Physical spies on the ground and things like that. I mean, everything was getting validated, and uh, so they they were having a very high percentage uh, success rate. That, uh, in fact, I think it was during Jimmy Carter. Uh, one, they were. I don't remember the detail, but I mean, there's actual documentation where uh, they were finding things out about the Russians, and vice versa. By the way, the yeah, Russians yeah. were yeah. totally fine. <laughs> And all of this was done psychically, and then later on validated and yeah. uh so so and policy were poli- some policies were implemented be- you know based on that sort of uh intelligence, which is crazy think about that it's yeah. gone. <laughs> you, know.
2: you know what, Caroline? This this brings mm. to mind something that I'm actually working on myself. I do a lot of research mm. on uh, Knights Templar. And in fact, right mm. now we're working with a treasure trove, pardon the pun, mm. of maps uh, that were drawn by mm. cartographers oh, yeah. that sailed with mm. various uh, Templar uh, ship captains over centuries. And mm. um, we found a notebook... Um, a narrative that one of these cartographers wrote late in the game, meaning, um, you know, only a couple of centuries ago. And he was pontificating Mm -hmm. on how dangerous it was to be one of these individuals. I mean, can you imagine you are the guy that knows where the Templars hid their treasures? (laughs) I think people might want to know you. Well, (laughs) if you are a person that has this capability of remote viewing, do you not think you might be a valuable mm. person to our right. enemies? Right. So um, right. these people, they can't live a normal life like, like we can. Mm-hmm. Um, they have to be protected because they are a government asset. And other governments, mm. they're going to want these people or they're going to want to take them out. But it's kind of an interesting right. parallel, I thought, that um, you know these people that have these abilities that have tapped into that mental um, skills or capacities that we We really all have these people are going to be in demand, right?
1: Right, exactly, exactly. Oh my God, Scott, you really need to watch my. Everybody should watch my movie Superhuman. As soon as I get out of here, I'm going (laughs) home. I'm
2: going to download it and watch it.
1: um, (laughs) Yeah, it's Superhuman, The Invisible Made Visible. So, yeah, and also the government. You know, for the government to be doing, you know, implementing programs to do this for 20 years, actually, and I'm sure they're still doing it now, but in, under different names or what have you. Yeah. The Chinese are doing that. Oh, sure. I'm sure the Russians are still doing that. So there's got to be something there. They're not going to be wasting their time. And now, you know, going back to UFOs, the, you know, not only that the Navy and the Pentagon has been releasing all this evidence, more videos, and, and then they, they had this report that didn't say anything. But more recently, well, first of all, the very latest news is there is a congressional hearing happening next week um, about UFOs. And more recently, there's this 1,500-page report that was released by the Pentagon on uh, the effects of coming in contact with a UFO craft from radiation, to right. nightmares, to abduction, to spontaneous pregnancies. Okay, this is coming from the Pentagon. This yep. is not some woo-woo person in his garage. And so, <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean garage, like, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. This, no, this, this, no. This, it's starting to be a serious conversation that in the mainstream that we really need to be looking at these you know supposedly paranormal uh, events and look at them seriously and uh and try to figure out what is going on and that's exactly what i did with the movie you know going back to a tear in the sky you know it's like the government's not doing that there's no one that's putting out any real scientific data they're
2: so, telling us oh, maybe yeah yeah
1: else
2: first of all i i, yes. I just want to say ahead. you're a really cool person and i'm really enjoying this conversation <laughs> and for tom to to be as quiet as he is i right know now, I'm, I'm just like, li- i'm trying to I,
0: learn something i here. can't
2: believe we're doing this but this is so much fun um uh, l- let me ask you a question. didn't mind if we take a break? Yeah. Oh no no okay yeah but i have a question for her and i i can't wait to hear her answer.
0: Okay, now Caroline, how much more time do you have cuz i don't want to i don't want to hold you too long. Do you have another 15 20 minutes? Uh yeah, i have 15
1: 20 minutes. Yeah, i have something in half an hour. Okay, perfect.
0: Okay. We'll be right back yeah. in just a couple of minutes. Uh, Caroline's here, Scott's here, Andy and I are just sitting back <laughs> listening. I'm trying to learn something. <laughs> We'll I, feel I feel bad. No, I, I think it's fascinating.
2: I'm hogging your show. Right not like at all. Kind not of a guest all. am I.
0: It's perfect. We'll be right <laughs> back right after this. <laughs> okay. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit shift2sell.com. That's shift, the number 2, sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. And we are back with Stretch's Picks. Who's winning this thing? The kitties, the pack, the bears, or the purple? ContinuumWeightWellbeing.com or call them or text them at 952-491-6527. The Continuum team, Nancy, Danette, and Kelly, are looking forward to getting you healthier today. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Caroline, Corey, with us, and of course Scott Walter with us, and Andy and I are just learning things as we go along here. <laughs> Caroline, I'd like to point something out that I talk to Scott about quite often. You know, people right now, you know, they they like to put everybody in a little box and their own little pigeonhole. And you're too far left, and you're too far right, and you're too religious, and you believe in UFOs, and like, and they they're so judgmental. Do you think somehow we can get to a point where maybe people? Can understand they maybe learn something and stop being so judgmental you think that's even possible
1: and childish you mean right yes yeah. <laughs> yeah. very
0: very child and
2: then some <laughs> and, yes, and yeah, then some.
1: Right? right so here's the thing in a very strange way uh, even though it doesn't seem to be related at all uh, i think the pandemic changed uh, people's perspective on no life, doubt. right? No doubt. So, yeah. Yep. And so, but, but here's the connection. So I feel because of that, people are starting to focus on, wait a minute, I could be gone tomorrow. My parents could be gone tomorrow. Yeah, my right. yep. And so I'm starting to, to kind of reevaluate what's important in my life which is my happiness, you know, what is important to me. And so people are moving to, you know, to places they've been wanting to move to, they're changing careers, sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, being forced to. And so I think the focus is starting to be more on what makes sense to me, you know, uh, right now. And because of that, I feel it, it, if, it, if that's important to me, then maybe whatever's important to my neighbor, even though it is about talking to invisible aliens, if that's what's going to make him happy, so be it. I feel like it's going in that direction. I'm sure I'm not, we're not there yet, obviously, but if something started the last couple of years uh, where we're going more into, it, it looks like division. It looks like, hey, let me focus on, what makes sense to me as a reality and just not worry about the other person that i feel like there's hope in, in going in that direction
2: hey, hey carolyn this this sort of piggyback piggybacks on the question that i wanted to ask you um and what you just explained is kind of interesting because on one hand you know the pandemic has forced us to sort of reevaluate our own values and what we consider to be important and what we want to do with our lives and all of that. But the other, the other thing is, is that, and and Tom and I were talking about this and Andy in the hour before this one about how crazy things are and how divisive things are. And, you know, the planet is under stress and, you Mm. know, it's, it's crazy time. I mean, it's, it's, this is unprecedented. And and a lot of it is negative right now. And do you think that because of that, and I don't think anybody can make an effective argument that it isn't crazy town right now in yeah, general right, around the world, right. do you think that maybe that could be why this ufo phenomena has become such a big thing why our government is starting to open up why uh they are starting to uh reach out to us and and you know films like yours are being made to sort of open people's minds up to this to start thinking about things that are bigger than the petty things that we have been been arguing about for the last you know few years i mean what do you think about that is there a connection there
1: yeah, for sure. So I feel that uh, there's definite chaos. I mean, come on. <laughs> <No matter>
0: whether, <laughs> I mean,
2: come we on. didn't use that like, word chaos, I mean, it, but that's the I, word. I
1: mean, like it's, yeah. it's total chaos. Everybody's doing whatever, uh, and so that is true. But to be honest with you, I think it's always been there. It's only been kind of shoved under the rug. It's almost so my so for example whatever, you know, political agenda, whatever UFO stories, whatever, you know, the f- big pharma, the you know, the corporate corruption, all of this has been going on for hundreds of years true on this planet. True. And I think what's happening now, it's as if it was in our subconscious in a way, like we knew, but we were going along and saying, hey, this is the way life is, blah, blah but i feel like now everything is out in the open it's like yeah. it went from being under the rug in the subconscious into this in our face you know uh, racism is bigger than ever women's issues is bigger than ever yeah. there's still like human trafficking you know child abuse i mean everything is like is like out in our face yep right now
0: yep.
1: so it's that's true. the difference so so that's the difference i feel um that all this chaotic energy has always been there and now because it's in our face it's creating this division also that has always been there yeah and i feel like this is, that's the reason why this is a perfect timing to add even more to the confusion and the chaos like oh
2: yeah let's just you know, drop a bomb like, on hey, the whole mess with yeah, the aliens <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah 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 it's like what kind of you know, crazy story can we put out there to have some sort of control to bring back the world together, I mean, together, under control, you know. So there's definitely some agendas along those lines, but I feel we need to go through this chaos in our face for a while in order to get through to this more, you know, oneness world that, you know, peaceful world on the other side. So now we're in the middle of the storm, which...
0: You know what? You
2: know what I mean? Caroline, you are uh, speaking my language more than you realize. Yeah, and, no, that's for sure. I mean, <laughs> you know what? I mean, I, I think a lot of people who understand history and the phrase, those who do not learn from the past are destined to repeat it. Um And I don't want to get too far down a rabbit hole, but there's this thing about prophecies. And um, I don't know if you're familiar with procession of the equinoxes. And you are. Okay, well, you know right now that we are just transitioning from the age of Pisces the fish to uh aquarius the age of the feminine water bearer and what's interesting is not only is it a a change we are going through right now a change in an um uh, in an age from pisces to aquarius but actually we are going through um, a change in what they call the great celestial year, a 26,000-year-long cycle that we are living through right now. And according to certain uh, people that um, prophesize about what happens during these times, is that the beginning of Aquarius was predicted, and I heard this thirty years ago mm-hmm. that we were gonna be right. going through some very tumultuous times. And the bottom line is is that depending on how we as a species handle it, we're either going to come out of it, get our act together, and things right. are gonna be good, as you said, Caroline, or if we don't, that's it. Yeah. So Seems we, like we it. are yeah, we exactly. are on a really This is a very critical time in the history of humanity. Would you agree with that?
1: Yeah, exactly. And so it makes me laugh sometimes when people say, Oh, I can't wait for the pandemic to be over so I can go back to my life. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, what, what, what? I mean, what's reality? What? I mean, it was a bullshit reality anyway. <laughs> and it was, I mean, it's like really, we were like, we were, we are lied to. We are manipulated. Yep. We, you know, we're we're being told wrong things. We're being fed with drugs. You know, because of all the statistics, you know, by this age, you're going to have this and by this age, you're going to have that. And if you have this symptom, I mean, we are totally manipulated. And that was a fake reality anyway. We were just going along. So that's why, like, we need to keep going forward. We need to uh, look at what's happening, this chaos that's happening right now as a healing process, you know, if you want to hear uh, my background actually is psychology and, and healing and stuff like that. So, you know, if you want to heal something, you got to bring it out from your subconscious mind to face it, you have to bring it to the subconscious, to the conscious, face it in order to get through it. You can't pretend it's not there. and exactly. then Hoping that it will go away. And so yeah, so I really think this is as uh, strange as it may look and feel and sound uh this is we're still going in the right direction you know and hopefully many people are making the right choices moving forward it is hard plus with everything that you said um astronomically there's all kinds of stuff that's happening right um you know the solar flares are very um interesting how they affect Consciousness because they affect the magnetic field of the planet, right? And there's also evidence that when the magnetic field is is very uh, uh, You know concentrated in some areas uh, or when it drops um, It's uh, you know, it affects the moods the emotions, you know, the way we think so there's all sorts of things going on uh, on a planetary level astronomical level and astrological level I'm not yep. too yep. much into that but There's all sorts of strange eclipses and strange things going on at the same time. So, yeah, you know what, Caroline,
2: you're 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 hitting on all cylinders here. And I think a real simple example for people out there that might be thinking, um, how can planets and the sun and all that out there in space affect me here on Earth? Well, I'll give you one example: Um, women are affected by the phases of the moon. Um, and, right. and you know what I'm talking about. And that's a simple example right there. Another example using the moon is tides. If you're a sailor on the ocean, you sure as hell had better be tuned into what the moon is yeah. doing. Otherwise, yeah. it could cost you your life. And those are some pretty obvious examples, but it doesn't end there. Um, I got one last question for you, and then I'm going to shut up. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel like I'm <laughs> on the puck here. But um, Car- <laughs> Caroline... Um, after everything that we've talked about, and you being obviously an an empath, um, there's no doubt in my mind about that. What's going to happen? Are we going to get through this? Are we going to survive? Are we going to be okay? Are we going to figure it out, or or not?
1: It's really on the individual, uh, you know, basis. Because if you believe, if you think you're going to get through it, and you you know, then you will. I mean. It, uh, that is a universal law, not yep. because there's all this global stuff going on that the universal laws change. If you, you know, it's still the same principle. It's just that this is a major turning point in your life, whether we like it or not, whether we believe in it or not. It, it is happening on this global scale. Yep. So, everybody, we need to uh, mature, you know, step up. And on an individual basis, say, what is important to me, love, um, being centered, being aligned with the higher truth, with uh, doing good, being good. You know, Whatever those principles are for you, this is the time to decide because you're going to be kind of swept away, <laughs> you know, otherwise by the collective uh, energy, you know, others are creating it. you otherwise and so uh, so I feel that uh, maybe a third of the planet is going to be perfectly okay and the other two-thirds basically you you know two trajectories are being created is what I'm saying yeah and so so you have to decide individually what is the trajectory that you want and that's the one um, that you will manifest that's (coughs) how I see it
0: Is that what the word love is all about? Seriously? Yeah. That's what it's all about, isn't I mean,
2: it? Collective consciousness? Yeah,
0: exactly. That's what love is, right?
2: Yeah.
1: Yes. I mean, at the end of the day, you could have all the money, all the whatever, you know, right. at the end of the day, right. if you don't have deep inside your heart, if you are not loved or you don't know, or you don't feel love, um, giving or receiving, then what is the point? Yep. What is the point yep. of all of it? That's no, true. You know. So that's kind of going back to those universal principles. These are universal principles, and so I, uh, I feel that—not uh, I feel—I know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I I didn't come here at this time in physical form. To watch the planet explode right. and like you know have, right. you know, I, 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 yeah, I, I don't, no, no, I'm too clear on right. you know my my higher purpose. You know, I could have done that you know very happily, staying in non-physical form and just watching it from up there. But um, there's a reason why some of us are on this planet, incarnated at this time is to move the planet, the collective evolution, uh, on the proper trajectory, which is a trajectory of oneness, eventually.
2: Bingo! The people, <laughs> Bingo! Yeah the people, the people,
1: <laughs> yeah, the people who are choosing, you know, to kind of not pay attention whatever, they're making it harder on themselves. But on a global level, I think, uh, you know, it's still going to take a couple hundred years, and it sounds like, oh my god, that's a long time. It is, but in terms of, yeah, but in terms of, you know, of universe timing, it's nothing. Yeah, it's like two minutes. You in know? geological so, time,
2: it's nothing. Yeah. it's nothing. Oh god, yes, absolutely. Yeah,
1: and so it's like that's like three generations. That's nothing. Yeah, but we are the ones here today making it happen. That's why everything that you do, Scott, everything that you do, Tom, Tom. Tom, (laughs) Tom. Yeah, everything that you do, everything that you you do is setting up the whole planet and the collective consciousness towards oneness and peace. Does that make sense? So that's why it's not like, oh, let's just wait till the third day. No, 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 no. We are here to do that. And so I'm 100% convinced that that's where we're headed.
0: You know what I love about this whole conversation is, and I'm sure Andy's heard me say it too many times, he's sick of it, but... We need to get past that. People wanting to be victims and wanting to be hurt. And I I, I, I would, if you victimize me, I would never admit that you victimize me. Yeah. No way.
2: Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. This whole uh, wallowing in your own misery has got to get, we got to get past that because so many people.
2: Well, it's boring. And it's, it's
0: really boring. It's
2: counterproductive and yep. nobody really cares, right? And, and, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, victim, victimhood is... Um, Save it for the people who are really suffering and, and need
0: help. Exactly, that's yeah. my whole point. You take yeah. a focus off of who really needs help and put it on you. Uh, How? No. <laughs> no. uh, what are you going to do, Caroline? Yeah, you need to come absolutely. back more often. You know that we got to get you and Scott on on the show again. I
2: a, like her. I. I she's dialed Hi. in. Hi. She goes, she's on the money, baby. She's. You've done a good you job. Guys. And and congratulations on your success. I'm going to check this out. Dumb.
1: <laughs> yes, please, please, please. I want to come back that I can say Tom, Tom, Tom again. And, uh,
2: <laughs> we're, we're, not, we're never I mean, going mean, to use obviously. that on him, we promise. We'll save it for you, right, Caroline,
0: tom? we are bringing uh, you back, Caroline. I, I just loved just true. sitting and listening because, you know why? Because it's a very positive message. It's not about, oh, you should be terrified. There's this stuff out there, and it's really scary. No, it's all about getting to a position of enjoying people, loving people. Enjoy your life and be happy.
2: You manifest what you what you want. And that's what she was saying. Now, she's right now, now, now,
1: Now is the time. No excuses. People have tools. There's tons of people sharing tools. I have free stuff on my website. There's all kinds of tools. There are other people very awakened who are here. You're doing your work. You're spreading your uh, your knowledge, your energy in the way you do it. I do it. So there's, there are people here for, as a support system as well. So yep. no excuse. Make a decision today to create a positive life, loving life That's for yourself. It. and And that kind of starts to influence people around you. And so on and so forth. And that's how reality is created. So, but you guys, you have to watch my film. We will watch the film. There's no question.
0: No, I love William we'll have
2: all kinds of questions.
0: William's a great guy anyway. I've always enjoyed William Shatner my my entire career. He's a great guy. Caroline, thank you for delivering the positive message. Scott, thank you for for your conversation. You just don't hear this kind of stuff. Be positive. Get your head out of your ass. And let's move (laughs) forward.
2: (laughs) <laughs> okay, I will. <laughs> okay,
0: I will. yeah, exactly.
1: Nice Caroline, to
2: meet you, Caroline.
0: Yes.
1: Thanks so
0: much. Come back oh, soon. Thanks
1: so much for having me. This, this was a blast. Thank you so much for having
0: me. Okay, one more time with the tome. Oh, Carolina. I'll do gone. it.
1: Oh, sorry. Oh. So, uh, he wants, so a, he wants another tome. Uh, thank you so much for having me.
0: Carolyn <laughs> <laughs> Carol and Corey, ladies and gentlemen, the movie is out now with William Shatner, baby. What more could you ask for? VOD. It's across the board. That's going to do it. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family. <laughs>